1: Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you with us. And everything is great. There's a tweet from Mayor Andrew Ginther, who says a huge thank you to Columbus Police, Columbus Parks and Rec, Starfish Assign, and our residents for making our community block parties a success this summer. And then this is my favorite part. Anything is possible in our city when we work together. Hashtag Columbus, hashtag community. Hashtag safe Streets. So happy Andy. Mayor Platitude is back. Um, What, 18 hours or is so uh, after two 13-year-olds are arrested for the murder of another teenager in Columbus, which I think is the 10th in the last five months. Would it be possible to get that number 10 down to zero? Would that be possible? Uh, would it be possible to have uh, less than ten thousand car thefts in a calendar year would it, would that be possible? i uh, I would think that's not too ambitious of a goal uh, but they clearly had worked on this video and they have uh, lots of happy people in it, lots of video of uh, block parties and people spinning colorful wheels and grilling out and uh, paying no attention to the murdered teenagers. Pay no attention to being pistol whipped. Everything is perfect in Columbus. Pay no attention to the four-time All-American wrestler in a rehab facility after two surgeries to remove a bullet and repair his colon and pay no attention to the fact that he has to learn how to walk again. A guy whose body, prior to being shot in the short north while getting groceries at a Kroger, bent and performed in ways that the human body typically does not perform unless you're a super elite athlete like him who now again to remind you has to relearn how to walk oh, we have no suspects in that case just like we have uh no suspects in the murder of a good Samaritan at autozone last week uh, but Andy Ginther says anything is possible in Columbus Ohio so uh Mayor uh Mayor Mary Lou Retton of Columbus Mr Mr Optimism Happy Andy Sorry I can't let the uh <laughs> I can't let the sarcasm pass uh, without pointing out how absurd it is that the mayor tries to put a happy face on all of this The uh only television station in town the only media entity that I can see that is willing to identify the 13-year-old accused murderer of the still-as-yet-unnamed juvenile victim is Channel 6 in town. Channel 4 and Channel 10 are not naming Tayshawn Orr. Uh, Channel 6, I think that's pretty good logic. They say, ABC6 is naming Orr because of the severity of the charges he's facing. Yes, murder is a big boy charge, even if he's not a big boy. He's 13, he can't be charged as an adult. But I don't think he's owed anonymity pulling out a gun and shooting somebody in the middle of a sunny Sunday afternoon at Easton. Uh, however, Channel 10 differs. Uh, they say they will not name him because of his age. So he's old enough to make a decision to take a gun with him to Easton and old enough to decide to shoot someone else in with whom he's engaged in a beef But Channel 10, hang in there, man. Way to go, Channel 10. Way to guard his purity by not releasing his name. Okay, what else do we have? Ah, we have details on the person behind the bus crash that killed 11-year-old Aiden Clark one week ago today. First day of school, Northwestern School District, just west of Springfield, a little bit after 8 a.m., school bus on its way to school. And Hermanio Joseph driving a Honda minivan Drove across the center line. The 68-year-old bus driver tried to avoid being hit by Mr. Joseph's minivan. Could not, and as horrible luck would have it, the uh, bus was struck as it tried to maneuver off the road on an embankment. It rolled down the embankment, rolled over. Uh, Young Mr. Clark was thrown from the bus and killed. And we now know what I said at the time sure looked like. Hermanio Joseph was an illegal alien. Breitbart is reporting that he is indeed in the country illegally. That he entered the country in 2022 under Joe Biden's catch and release policy. Uh, Catch and release. Interesting term. Catch. It should be catch, release, and ignore. That's what it should be. Catch, release, and forget. Catch, release, and go about your business. Catch, release, and have fun. Because that is really what the policy does. You're given a court date, sometimes as much as 10 years in the future. 10 years in the future for the 2 million aliens who cross into our country illegally. They are aliens, they're not citizens, and they are here illegally, so they are illegal aliens. They are not asylum seekers, they're not people who we need to be shy about labeling correctly as illegal aliens. But of course the mainstream media does that. Uh, Mr. Joseph was given an immigration hearing date and a notice to appear, and then like... 1,999,999 1,999,999 other illegal aliens has been allowed to do whatever he wants to do including driving across the center line on a Thursday on a Tuesday morning hitting a bus and killing a young man 11 years of age so that's a another Trump policy that the Biden administration has reversed to disastrous consequences like, count them up, domestic energy, peace through strength abroad, climate, agenda, all the others. If Trump did it, it had to be undone. And Trump presided over a prosperous American economy, so sorry about it. Mr. and Mrs. America, that has to be undone too. Now, Governor Mike DeWine, taking note of the bus crash in the Northwestern School District west of Springfield, uh, is looking at what has been proposed before, which is, should we have seatbelts on school buses? Seat belts on school buses. I'm a little indifferent to this. Um, I'm not going to say what Libs always say, which is, if it saves one life, I don't see a particular glaring downside to this proposal, except that I think that it would have would inevitably you, be used to hold a bus driver who's already under duress. Have you hauled 50 kids around anywhere any time in your life? No, I haven't either, nor does that sound like a, particularly pleasant way to uh, spend your mornings or afternoons. I think bus drivers have enough to deal with. Obviously, they have at least to deal with the possibility of somebody driving across the center line and putting the safety of the children in jeopardy. It would be great if you could count on little kids to do what a seatbelt is designed to do, be buckled around them so that they can be safe. I would not be... I would not be deterred in this effort by the cost if it can be proven that the kids would wear the belts, be made safer by the belts, then I'd be okay with it. But a bus is not a car, and a bus that flips over, could there be any way that the belts and the safety harnesses and stuff do actual harm? Were they intended to prevent harm? I don't know. Six states... Mandates seatbelts on school buses. Let's see what kind of states they are. See if there are states we want to emulate. California, that's a no. Florida, okay, that's a yes. Nevada, mm. New Jersey, no. Iowa, yes. New York, no. Uh, three more, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Texas. I'd be fine with two, maybe three of those. Require seatbelts pending approval by local jurisdictions. Seems to me that's not a clear consensus on whether seatbelts do what the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says they do, save lives. They save lives in cars. I know that. I wasn't a seatbelt proponent, had a bad accident, became a seatbelt proponent. I have no problem putting a seatbelt on in my car. I don't think it's government intrusion into my life. I know there are some people who do. I just feel like it's a good, safe thing to do. But kids in school buses are not surrounded by airbags the way we are in cars. And the little compartment in which you sit and drive and exist in a car is much different than that of a bus. You'll have loose items in a bus. I would think more loose items than you would have in a car. So if you're strapped in there, I don't know if that makes any difference. How about we do this? Instead of mandating seatbelts on buses for the one kid killed in a school bus crash. How about we do something in Ohio about keeping Biden's illegal alien invasion out of the state of Ohio? Could we devote our resources to that, focus our efforts on that? I would be more in favor of that. So, 13-year-old Tayshawn Orr was in court yesterday. Uh, he is still being held in custody. He is the uh, teenager charged with the murder of another juvenile at Easton on Sunday afternoon. Uh, the kudos, in this case, uh, go to uh, juvenile court. I forget what uh, the official... Uh, title is for her, and I misplaced her name, but it is a juvenile court uh, judge or magistrate or whatever they uh, call her, uh, Franklin County Juvenile Magistrate Greta Huna, who made the decision to uh, imagine this, determine that Tayshawn Orr might be a danger to the community after he had, uh, it appears, shot someone and murdered them. Here's her quote. Given the extremely serious allegations contained within the criminal complaint, I am going to maintain him in the intervention center for the safety of the community. Thank you. Now, the other 13-year-old who was arrested faces an obstruction of justice charge because he uh, lied about being there, but Columbus police looked at the security footage and were able to confirm that he was in the area of the shooting and was potentially involved in some capacity. He's not in custody. He's out. He's out. Uh, I would prefer that he be in custody as well if he's a participant in this. I don't think it sends a good message that you can be part of something that leads to the murder of somebody else, and all you have to do is wear a GPS monitor, which it has been shown numerous times. Juveniles have either ignored the fact that they have a GPS monitor on, or they just take it off, cut it off. Oh, by the way, uh, magistrate... HUNA ordered that he not have any social media access either. Yeah, and speaking to Columbus police yesterday, uh, they were, uh, and this is not the official, you know, PR people. This is like cops who actually deal with this kind of violence in uh, all parts of our city. They were like, go on social media and you'll see a lot of videos that kids posted. There were supposedly 50 kids in this group from which this murder took place. And I was told by the police that it's not hard for us to investigate a lot of this stuff because these kids posted on their social media. They posted on Instagram. They posted on social media channels I'm not even aware exists. Well, I'm aware that Slack exists and Twitch exists, but how do you search it? How do you find it? I don't know, but the people involved in it, the people who are trying to gain credibility by posting it, they know Uh, there's a ton of video out there on Instagram of the Kia boys, And others all around the country, but particularly here in Columbus, posting videos after they steal cars. This is a game. This is a game to them. It's not a serious thing. It's not a black mark on their record. It doesn't just besmirch their character. So we're dealing with a flawed mindset. And you can't expect people who view behavior as you and I would view it like it would be our worst Nightmare to be accused, let alone commit one of these kinds of crimes. You can't imagine what would drive you to commit this kind of crime to steal somebody's car, to violently accost someone and steal their car, to pull out a gun and shoot someone with whom you're just engaged in an argument. It's beyond the pale for all of us. Think of what kind of paradigm you have to have to not be the least bit repulsed by being associated with that kind of activity or committing that kind of activity. So this is a problem that by the time it occurs, it's way too late to fix it. And that's why I predict that when we get Tayshaun Orr's criminal record, this is not going to be his first brush with the law. i 13, but I've had police officers tell me that they have kids who have stolen cars who when they sit in the car, they are not really tall enough to peer over the dash and drive. And that they have multiple car thefts on their record already before they hit the age that Tayshawn Orr is accused of committing this murder. It's very sad. Uh, I wish that it wasn't this way, but here are some numbers that might explain it or might at least lend some context to it. Out of wedlock births. In the United States in 2021, according to the CDC, I don't know why the numbers lag so much, but they do. In 2021, this is appalling. 40% of all children born in the United States in 2021 were born to single moms, to unmarried women. 40%. That number among the black community is 70%, 7 in 10. That number in the Hispanic community is 53%. That number in the white community is 28%. It's almost 30%. More than a quarter of kids born to white women in America are born with no, no husband, no father. In the Asian community, the number is 13%. So the Asians are doing a better job with their families, but I would say 13% is still far too high of a number. 16 million kids in the United States live with a single mom. And the numbers on what lies ahead of you in your life, if you are born to a single mom, and I will always maintain that being a single mom or a single parent is the absolute hardest road to walk For the parent, because, you know, my wife and I, we double team everything. Have you got, we have this conversation every day. You have this conversation every day. Have you got the kids today? Are you picking the kids up today? They're running here and there. You got them going to this. I got them going to that. I'll pick them up here. I'll pick them up there. Right? It's It's a tandem effort. Well, imagine if there's only one of you. Pretty hard to pull that off. If you were born to a single mom, these are the numbers Larry Elder's throwing out. Now I see Vivek Ramaswamy is also talking about them. That's fine. I don't consider it stealing. It's a fact. You can't steal a fact. If Larry Elder's driving the conversation toward fatherlessness and the problems that emanate from that in America, good for Larry Elder, good for Vivek Ramaswamy for stealing it and talking about it. Four times more likely to be raised in poverty 7 if you're a, a girl born to a single mom you're 7 times more likely to get pregnant before you're married. You're 2 times more likely boys and girls to drop out of school. And I don't have a number on the increased likelihood but you are more likely to end up in prison. I got to believe that's astronomically higher. So we have that problem here in Columbus, we have that problem in our rural areas. I I was astounded 20 years ago. I served on a pregnancy decision health center board and it was a status symbol for girls to get pregnant in high school 20 years ago what do you think it's like now
0: three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells